there's something really beautiful about community and there's something really beautiful about coming together as community in person to breathe, <laughs> to breathe together, to take a collective breath as a community. And that's why I'm so excited to have Kimberly uh, share her story with us today. Kimberly is a yoga instructor. She leads these amazing retreats in California for women, and they are life-changing and empowering and amazing. And so Kimberly is going to be presenting at our upcoming summit. You can learn more about our summit by visiting our website, hikelikeawoman.com. But for today, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kim all about yoga, wellness, and the importance of community and connection. Kim, you're a yoga instructor. You're a mom, small business owner. You lead retreats. You do you do all the things, literally. Uh, but you also are an advocate for self-care and that that word kind of came up several times on your website and social media. So talk to me about uh, self-care. What are some things that someone like us who is busy doing all the things and being everything to everyone, what what's maybe like one or two easy things that each of us could do to take uh, better care of ourselves? Well, first of all, just noticing that you need to slow down is more than half the battle. So if you're there, bravo. If you're not, girl, go come around. <laughs> but I'd say whatever's most meaningful to you is something that you need to look at for your own self-care. So for me, even stopping and just breathing, I know it sounds cliche, but for reals, like close your eyes and just take three breaths and it'll really start to slow down for you enough that in my opinion, self-care gives clarity. How much self-care, you know, when, where, how, that's all up to you and what fits best for your family and your schedule. Mm -hmm. But that's my thought is just slow down enough to take a breath and then that self-care, whatever you decide is for your self-care, will give you the clarity that you need to move forward and to have the motivation to do the projects and to get the resources you need in place so that you can do all the things, you know, all the logistical things. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast episode this morning and it was about gut health, which is not something I think about, but something that I'm yeah. interested in. And so um, the doctor who was being interviewed on this podcast, the host asked him like, what's the number one thing we can do for our gut health? And the doctor said to take a deep breath. And I'm <gasps> like, wait, I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Like that's the number, like, shouldn't I be taking a probiotic or, or like what you're telling me that I just need to take a deep breath. And that's the number one thing that all of us can do for our physical and mental health. It's so easy that I think we don't even think about it. Yeah. It's, it, it's like scientifically, right. It's just kind of slowing your body systems down yeah. so that you're not in like this fight or flight, right. You're not in your super busy mode. It's just like being in the moment. And there's, there's, there's some real science to that. Yeah. And I'm really bad at that as I like, I'm in the past or in the future. Spent a lot of time talking to my therapist about this, uh, but being present and breathing and being here and, and in the here and in the now. Um, you're a yoga 
instructor and you love yoga. How did this, how did this passion for yoga come about? Because yoga is about breathing and moving, two of my favorite things. Me too. Also, I'm still a student, always a student. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But thank goodness yoga was a class that you could take at college. Thank you, whoever made that possible. I took it in college. I really enjoyed it. My first class was in Davis, California. And I uh, moved around a little bit, ended up coming to where I am now, Tuolumne County, to our local college. And my teacher, Dorothy Strudement, who is my mentor, asked me if I wanted to become part of her teacher trainer program. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to teach. No, no thanks. And she said, you don't have to teach. You can just learn about the things that you're learning in this class because I really enjoyed the class. And she said, you know, just think about it. So I did. And I took her teacher training program. And before I got my certification, uh, before I finished everything, she had me subbing for another teacher who was on maternity leave. And I've just Mm -hmm. been teaching ever since. And I just I just love it. So you didn't have any intention of making this into a career or no, no, I was, I was taking my prereqs to become a nurse. That was Uh the direction that I wanted to go. So yeah, totally, you know, life changes, life things, you know, big things happen in my life that completely changed that. But yoga has always been that constant for me. I love that. My, um, I often think about going through yoga teacher training, not because I want to teach yoga less yoga yoga classes, but because I want to, um, I want to understand my own practice a little bit better and my own mm-hmm. body. So I don't know. I might do that now that I'm do it. retired without a full-time job. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, get a yoga, maybe I'll take yoga teacher training. And <laughs> you know, it's funny. My teacher, my teacher told me, um, People come to yoga for different reasons and a lot of people just don't like it and that's okay. But one yeah. of the reasons that people come to yoga is because they're in pain. And I've yeah. definitely had a new relationship with yoga after the birth of my daughter. She's two. Mm-hmm. But postpartum was tough for me. And so yeah. now I have this new relationship with my body and thank you yoga for helping me, I don't know, maybe interact better. Yeah. So- I had one pregnancy where I didn't do anything at all, no physical activity, and another pregnancy where I did yoga every day while I was pregnant, even if I felt like throwing up. Um, and my second pregnancy, the one where I did yoga, was so easy. It was really, and my recovery was so easy too. Also, my child was two pounds lighter than the first baby. He was a monster. He was huge. Really, but I think I think that yoga really helped me like with the birth of that child. So, and also after cancer, when I started um, yoga again, you know, I, all these surgeries and things and like body neuropathy, like all these things. And um, I found that I was so um, if I would go to the gym and try to work out, I'd be really mean to myself and I'd really get angry at my body and feel like, Oh, I was so betrayed by getting cancer. But I found that when I went to a yoga class, there was no judgment about where I was and it Mm -hmm. was, it felt like I could just go down to child's pose or just sit if, if what the class was doing was not working for my body, but nobody was judging me. And I think that's beautiful. And I imagine that as you're teaching and leading retreats, that's, 
the kind of climate you're trying to build within your your classes. Oh, man, I'm so glad you told me that because yes, that's such a key part of what I do now is mm-hmm. to give grace to myself. And yeah. hopefully that, that comes through for my student because I was not easy on myself. Yeah. I'm the teacher. I should be able to do X, Y, Z. And yeah. I couldn't. I literally didn't have the strength to do yeah. all the poses that I had before. And so my ego got a little lesson for sure. <laughs> but, but that's yeah, what it's all about. Yes. It's it's just all part of the journey. And that makes me a better instructor now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you lead some really awesome retreats. Can you tell us about how you've combined your passion for yoga with um, with these retreats that you put on where women can come together and and practice yoga and be healthy and build community and all those things. Talk to us about your retreats. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you asking me that question because I'm really, really passionate about bringing women together, especially under the umbrella of self-care and empowerment. That's Mm -hmm. my jam. And I know it's your jam too, which is why we connected and I love it. But yeah, so these custom retreats versus just going on a retreat are almost like it's really finding out what you need. Do you need a solo retreat? Do you need your your friends to get together because you guys are doing so many things and you haven't seen each other or maybe you're a new mom like me and you want to have the support of other moms or maybe mm-hmm. you're a busy businesswoman, a heart I'm looking for heart-led business owners and leaders who mm-hmm want to maybe bring clients in who maybe want to give something special to their employees. And so the empowerment of women is really, really important to me, but I love these new, new types of retreats that I'm bringing, um, which is you tell me what you need and we'll bring you right now. What I'm doing right now is bringing you to Tuolumne County. And I'm, I know so many women in the wellness space here that I can create a very, um, simplified or not type of retreat, whatever you're looking for. Also corporate retreats. So I know people who own property. I know people who have rentals. I have a rental. Um, and we're so close to Yosemite. And so there's that aspect. There's this, just the stay home spa day, um, just all different types of retreats. And I love bringing the local women together who are entrepreneurs like myself. Mm-hmm. And bringing the client all of that in my backyard because it is beautiful here. We are in the mountains. We're so close to lakes and we're so close to the, the ski slopes and we're so close to the trails and the horseback riding and all the things. So there's mm-hmm. something about being in nature. There's something about being with your people. And there's something about giving yourself that space to just be, right? And that's all under the umbrella of empowerment and self-care. I love so many things about what you just said. First, I love that you're combining other small businesses in your community to offer this. Thank you. Collaboration is so, so, so crucial and also so important. And uh, we all have so much to learn from each other. Um, I often, when I step away from my family to guide a trip, for example, Sometimes before the trip, I feel a little bit guilty about taking that time away from my family 
um, to do something for me. And it's fine. Like my husband's like, it's yeah. fine. Like my, my family actually really loves it when I'm gone. Cause it's like, it turns into a frat house. I mean, it's <laughs> like, there's nothing. They eat Doritos for dinner. They play video games all night long. Like it really like builds like this, like my husband and my, my boys just like, they just have so much fun when I'm gone, but that doesn't stop me from feeling a little bit guilty, even though I know they're going to, they're going to have fun without me. How can you, how do you help women kind of cope with that feeling of like, oh, I have to step away from my family or I have to step away from my career or I'm going to a retreat. I might not know anybody. How do you encourage women to say this is okay? Oh, that's a juicy question. I love this question so much because I have felt the exact same thing. Yes. Mom guilt is for real. It's absolutely a thing. And I guess I would just have to say what's worked for me. I don't know how to get you to, to like sign and commit, right? Like I will put social media posts out. I will show you as much as I can um, mm-hmm. through word of mouth. Like but You have to make the commitment to yourself first mm-hmm. and then let's work on the mom guilt. If I can just get you out there, right? If yeah. I can just bring you on over. Then we can talk about mom guilt because it's important. And I love the group. So the group power is really key here. This is why I ask four or more women to get together and do a retreat with me because you find power in the group. You find support in the group. And when you get moms together, every single mom has the same. It's not an issue. It's just. It's not a problem. It's just is, right? It's just part of the thread of life as being a mom. And when you convene with other women and you can talk to them about these things, everyone feels exactly the same way. And you're like, oh, okay. You just feel better. Yeah. So if I can just get you up here, get you around your people, right? Your Mm -hmm. best friend, your mom friends, whatever it is, your family, and Mm -hmm. talk about it. I I would also ask you what kind of things you enjoy doing. Like, what's your wellness thing that you enjoy? You know, is it journaling? Is it, you know, nature? They call it forest forest bathing. We just go up and go walking in the woods. But there's all these different healing modalities. And so I would like connect with you as the leader and find out Mm -hmm. what works for you best. But for me, like journaling is a really, really good way to start taking off the layers of the onion. And I have so many other women who have different healing modalities that I could bring in, right? There's meditations, there's drumming, there's yeah, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I love journaling and maybe, maybe putting it in the fire, you know, when I'm done and releasing it or whatever it is. Yeah. But if I can just get you up here, then we can start working on the mom guilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's real. Yeah. It is. It is so real. Can you maybe tell us about how leading these retreats has either transformed your life or transformed the life of one of the women who has participated in one of your treats? Maybe your retreats, not treats. <laughs> your treats. <laughs> Your treat. It is a treat to go on the retreat. Um, maybe paint a before and after for us if if you have one available. So my really good friend Renee comes to mind, and 
just to give you kind of a, a super quick glimpse, when I first met Renee, her name was Erica. She's gone through a very large transition in her life where she decided to take her middle name along with just a lot of changes in her life. And so year, like we've known each other for years and years and years. And when I finally got her up into the mountains, because she's she lives in, uh, at the time she lived in Sacramento. And she's what you call a city girl and um, a streetwise city girl and um, not super outdoorsy, d- did not do yoga, doesn't even like yoga. But I got her up to one of my retreats. And I think just because she was on this path of transformation for herself, um, Mm -hmm. I think that this is partly why I was able to maybe in some small way help her get to know herself better. Mm -hmm. And so when she did come up, I remember, I remember she came up late And when she walked up into the field that we were doing yoga up at Kennedy Meadows, if you're familiar, um, by the Sonora Pass, um, she was nervous. She was, she told me later she didn't even want to be there. Like, it was just so interesting. And so, yeah, so she walks up and she's just like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a mat and I'm just going to hang out here. And I'm like, well, here's my mat. I don't need it. I'm teaching. Like, I don't need to be on a mat necessarily, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, fine. And, you know, she had just driven two and a half hours to be there. And I could tell she just wasn't feeling it. But I just got her to just do it. Just do it, yeah. damn it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. So she did it. She did the thing, right? She did the yoga. And yeah. um, and she didn't necessarily love it. But it kind of got her into the spirit of the whole weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how she came to yoga and to my retreat. And then finally she was able to meet the other women and just be herself. And then she really appreciated how the other women were so comfort or comforting, but they were encouraging to her mm. and helped her on the hike, for instance, because we did like a four mile hike and uh, that wasn't her jam either. And so just being supported by the other women uh, was a really good experience for her. And, and she always looks back at that time with fondness and she just loved the transformation that started to happen after that. She lost a bunch of weight. She started, uh, doing things for herself. Mm-hmm. And now she is a Dharma coach with Sahara Rose. It's just like this crazy journey she's been on. And I love that we've been friends and I've seen her progression through all of all of the changes. Wow. And what I loved was the mention of community. So it was like the women on this retreat were supporting each other. Um, and that's not something we find all the time. Not all the time. About coming coming away and coming together helps build that sense of community. It really does. It really does. Otherwise, why do we do it? Yeah. I mean, a solo solo journey is good too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'd am i love to hear more about yours, but I haven't done one yet, but the community is very important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Kim, I won't take up too much more of your time, but you are going to present at our summit. You're going to do a lot of things at our summit, maybe teach some yoga classes and you're going to present. 
Can you give us a quick sneak peek of your talk? Okay. Yeah. I would love to talk about my journey as far as the whole yoga experience and then how I create, start to create these custom retreats. But mm-hmm. also a big part of that is going to be about my friend, Michelle. She has cystic fibrosis and I had, I have an opportunity and I just signed up for a, an extreme hike in Yosemite, which is, you know, my backyard. And on this extreme hike, um, we're going to be doing, you know, 13 to 20 mile hikes or just one hike, I should say in one weekend, the purpose being a fundraiser for the cystic fibrosis foundation. And I would love to talk to you guys about her and to show you what it's like a little bit, a taste of what it's like to have cystic fibrosis where you literally can't breathe, right? So your lungs are affected and being on that hike uh, is going to be really powerful and very emotional because there are times when she can't even walk, right? Uh, before she had her lung transplant, she couldn't even walk without her oxygen oh. uh, because her lungs were at a you know, 10, 15% capacity. That is the nature of the disease, right? And so then she got her lung transplant and then she's you know been on fire. Uh, and then most recently, she's had couple different uh cancers come up in her body because the meds she's taking because she had the transplant are giving her cancer so it just like blows my mind right she's she's a fighter she's amazing i love this woman to death we've known each other a long time and so i will be doing like a vlog i guess Mm -hmm. um on youtube and just kind of like talking about our journey well, my journey, I should say. And if she wants to be part of it, great. But she's given me her, her blessing. Yeah. So I'm good. But yeah, I want to introduce Michelle, introduce the hike that I'll be doing uh, this in 2024. Mm-hmm. And then also allow the women who are on this amazing summit to be mm-hmm. a part of a retreat I'm going to be having in Yosemite. Proceeds of that retreat will be going towards uh, the fundraiser I will be doing in 2024. And so all of that all of that I, w- I want to talk about. Yay. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your presentation. I can't wait to visit you in real life sometime. Um, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing to help thank women you. reach their, find their power, you know, and their strength. Thank you, Rebecca. You are such an inspiration. I'm so glad that we connected. Thank you for giving me the space to talk about my story. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. We may be doing some yoga classes as part of our summit taught by Kim. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to learn more about Kim, if you want to learn more about our summit, please head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. You can find information about our speakers, our schedule of events, our sponsors, and how you can register to attend our virtual summit. It's going to be amazing. I hope you can join us. Thanks so much. Catch you next time.